Welcome, one and all, to the third day of Sharknado week. And uh, I'm not tired of it yet. That's the uh, scary thing. I'm having a heck of a time watching these uh, bad movies, but they're so much fun. Jesus Christ. So, who did I wrangle in this time? Well, it's, it's, it's only the one and only Sean McGinty. Welcome. Uh, thank you. For having hey. me yet again. Once again, once again, we uh we had you doing Gaiva and now we've got uh sharks inside tornadoes. <laughs> so uh Okay, so before we get into Shark NATO Free, oh hell no. That is the official tagline. What is what is your relationship with Shark NATO? Um I like Ian Zeering. <laughs> that, that's for, you're a Bev, are you a Beverly Hills 90210 fan? Or yes. Do you like, or do you like the fact that he was in Biker Mice from Mars? Um, I was a Beverly Hills 90210 fan. Um, but um, I don't know. He was the character on the show that I liked. And uh, I kind of thought he always got the short end of the stick on the show. So the fact that he's the guy... That's in the probably most one of the most popular franchises of all time. Yeah, is beautiful. Yeah, and you know that he only took this because he needed to make a certain amount so that he could get insurance. No, actually, I didn't know that. That that is why he took the job because he had to make a minimal amount to keep getting insurance. So he just took this job because he's like, "Hey, it is what it is." And then he ended up making six movies. Yeah. And so. like I, I, I think he's getting paid pretty good. Oh yeah, he's probably making it enough, and it's kind of gave him a re- bit of a resurgence as well. So, oh, like, hi, sweetheart. Oh, oh, who <laughs> showed up? Oh, here we go. <laughs> hey, have you ever watched Sharknado? Have you ever watched Sharknado, Eleanor? Uh, uh-uh. uh, no. no. You just oh. came to say good night. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. She watched a bit of it with me today. I, I gotta okay. admit. All right. So we watched. The, I watched the first one with Mike Reed. I watched the second one with Roger Boyer, and now we have Sean McGinty watching the third one. Sharknado Three. Oh hell no! Oh hell no! <laughs> and you know what I appreciated about Sharknado Three? Oh hell no! They actually mentioned it in the title. Yes. <laughs> they actually mentioned it in the movie. That so I was like, "Yep, they did. They did what I need to." And this one. I would say I, I thought it might have been a wrestling thing. I was almost wondering if if that's like oh hell no. Yeah, yeah, it is 2015. And yeah. you would think someone like Stone Cold will be the one yelling it. Uh maybe he's going to be in the 7th one. I don't know. Maybe, uh well the 6th one is the last Sharknado. Is it though? Yeah, it, it didn't stop Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street. So I I, I can see what you mean. So anyway, um, so let's let's talk about this opening. <laughs> let's talk about this opening. So, uh, so the opening to which one? Because I was watching Sharknado one, going, "What opening are you talking about?" I talk about the president. Like, I don't know <laughs> what. I'm like, I'm like, dude, we're watching the third one. Get it together. <laughs> yes, I watched the wrong one today. 
So I watched the half of the first one today and then uh, I proceeded to number three. So I totally skipped number two. Yeah. Uh, you're not missing much, but you know, it's pretty much more of the same Sharknadoes and stuff like that and crazy. But I feel this movie kind of goes a bit more crazy. I, I love it. Each oh, it's, movie it's is all over the place. It's, it's great. It's topping itself in craziness. So Finn, after saving two cities, New York and Los Angeles from Sharknadoes by dropping bombs into them, is now getting the, the Medal of Freedom from President Mark Cuban. I don't, I'm actually going to look right now. Uh, okay. <laughs> you told me Mark Cuban was in this. I'm like, what? So he is not actually playing Mark Cuban. He's playing his, uh, an original character. It's not yes. Mark Cuban as the president. And before we even get into that, let's talk about who they originally was going to have in this movie. <laughs> so this movie was being filmed in 2014. And they asked a certain gentleman, hey, would you like to be in our movie playing the president? Not knowing that he was actually planning his own campaign to actually be the president. because well. The Hang produ- on. Before that, though, the, it was originally supposed to be someone else. Yeah. Can we go there? That's that's why I'm going. All right. Because, well, because it originally- was originally supposed to be Sarah Palin. Oh yes, yes. That yes. was the original choice. That was it. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot about that one. Yeah, and she uh, declined. I wonder why. I've, I I think. <laughs> Would it hurt your political career? Yeah. And then the next person they chose was actually someone that would, compared to Sarah Palin, actually be closer to the presidency because he became the president and is, as the time of the recording, the president of the United States, Donald Trump. They they asked him because it was was during that time when he was like teasing it but wasn't actually campaigning to be president because this was being filmed around 2014, maybe planned in 2013. Oh, yes. Yeah. And so what ended up happening was uh, Trump took too long to reply. (laughs) And with them releasing this movie every year, they didn't have time for anyone to, uh, to like mess around. It's like, the franchise franchise is bigger than Donald Trump. I don't know about that, (laughs) but uh, was it? So it ended up, that they, they went for Mark Cuban instead. And Donald Trump got so mad about this, he threatened to sue the producers. <laughs> I'm like, what the f-? <laughs> So you, you took your goddamn time waiting to be in a movie called Sharknado. So they chose another billionaire. And then you then turn around and go, well, fuck you. You, you didn't give me enough time. I'm going to sue you. So I have, so I wonder, like, I mean, I I wasn't able to find enough information, but there was action sequences in the movie with, with that Mark Cuban did. Oh God. I don't, if Donald Trump had done those action sequences, man, I I don't know. Oh my God. That, that, (laughs) oh God. Can you imagine? Especially with like uh, today's uh, news where showing Donald Trump trying to drink a glass of water. (laughs) <laughs> I can't do it without using his other hand <laughs> or struggles to walk down a non-step rampway. Can you imagine him try, trying to like, shoot the shotgun? I, I swear every scene would just be the shotgun no, falling Donald, turn the, turn the gun around. 
turn the gun around, <laughs> aim at the shark. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. God. Cuban but, was all right though, man. You know I actually enjoyed that. I I often see Mark Cuban in a bunch of stuff, and every time he, he cameos and stuff, he's not bad. I I recently saw bad. I recently saw him in uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine season seven. Oh, okay. I totally he had like that. a small cameo because he borrowed his plane to somebody, but he's not bad. And I I also I also kind of appreciate because he's on a show called Shark Tank. <laughs> yeah, I know. I so yeah, I was. And this is like the the level of intelligence that they brought to this type of movie where it's pretty much if you have like something in reference to sharks or the sea or politics you're in you're in the movie yeah and they they mentioned the show like there there was uh, some throwaway line about this isn't my first dealing with a shark or something or yeah yeah something along those lines which is cool and then you also got uh Lou Ferrigno yeah man as agent banner Yep, and then he yell, he grabs someone and goes, "You won't like me when, like I'm, me angry. when I'm angry." I'm like, <laughs> "God damn it, Lou!" <laughs> hey, Lou, Lou, Lou follows the money, man. Oh, he always man. does. Yeah, it's just hilarious. Just like the level of cameos in that first, like you got Anne Coulter, who is not very nice, but she's a vice president. Yeah, and that really—that's who that was. Yeah, that really awkward scene. Where her and Mark McGrath are surfing down the stairs <laughs> with the Claire body doubles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't even look like Ann Coulter. It doesn't have like the robotic yeah. fa- facial features. So I was like laughing my ass off. And poor Mark <laughs> McGrath was just in for the first half. He was, yeah. I really enjoyed him in the second movie. See, I didn't see the second movie. And I was like, whoa, Mark yeah. McSugar Ray? What's going on, man? Yeah, like he's in. So was he all right? Yeah, he was decent. He, he okay. played like he played like his uh, Finn's uh, brother-in-law. Yeah, yeah. So and then, so what happens is uh, as he's getting his medal of freedom and he's in, I love this tile. I really want them to make more movies about this group, the Order of the Golden Chainsaw. Yes, I. They should sell T-shirts. Yeah, that because that is the best thing I've ever heard. Uh, so is this a tie into the Evil Dead universe, perhaps? I'm wondering. Bruce Campbell. Uh, yeah. You know, um, we're not even forgetting like the James Bond parody. Yes. Where yes. It, where at, it's him walking. Yeah, with the tuxedo yeah. and then yeah, the double bladed yeah. chainsaw. Yeah. Like, this, awesome. this, this is like I'm in heaven with this movie because it's full of cameos. It's got real goofy like humor. The graphics aren't great, but it adds to the movie. Yeah, yeah. The, the the special effects didn't need to be great. It's you know, it's mocking itself. But they do a heck of a job, though. Like especially towards the end, which we'll get to later. But some these effects, even though they're like probably about four or five months worth of work has be has gone on them, maybe less. It still looks pretty decent. Like, oh, there's, yeah. even, there's even some like decent practical effects. Yes. Like when Ian Zering goes inside the uh, the shop. Oh, oh, at the end? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Was- so so uh, another thing is, uh, you notice how the, how the daughter of Finn and uh, April, yeah. how they kept talking about her hair? Oh, but it's not, it's not the same actress, right? Is that it's what not. the deal was? No, they replaced her. And so they, there was like a tongue-in-cheek 
way yeah, of saying it. Going, oh, you dyed your hair. Even people who never met her before are saying you dyed your hair. <laughs> I'm like, you know, what? I appreciate the fact that she didn't return, and instead of like just killing her off and stuff like, this is like, you know, what? she dyed her hair. They should have done that at Iron Man too. That's all they should have said. You changed your hair. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, I shaved my head. Yeah. Yeah. Or I sit, I shave my mustache. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man, like, so after the Washington DC, which is, in my opinion, like it's 13 minutes. I was like, this should have been a, an ending of a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, you would think this would be the end. But no, this is like the first 13 minutes. I'm like, how are they going to top this? <laughs> and you know how they topped it? David Hasselhoff went to space. Yeah, went to space. David Hasselhoff as a NASA who is actually the, kind of like the engineer for the Star Wars defense program, which <laughs> is a known failure. But in the universe of Sharknado, is actually this super powerful weapon that is actually working, and it's because of David Hasselhoff, aka Finn's dad. Reagan should have hired him. Oh, God. Should have brought Hasselhoff on. It would have been fine. He did bring down the Berlin Wall. David Hasselhoff? Yeah. Yeah. He was there. He was Was there. he actually there? Oh, yeah, that's right, because he's got those German ties. Yeah, he was, he was like sick, doing a concert while it was being taken down. Oh, man, that's cool. The power of the Hoff brought down the wall. Man. Like, my missus, when she went to uh, Berlin, there was like a, a shrine to David Hasselhoff. Wow. Yeah. He's... he's Big time. But uh, so then, and I'm wondering about this. I wonder if Universal Studios had a, a, a stake in this movie. I think so. Because I, I think they were one of the, the sponsors of the film. There, oh, there's no doubt. Like, why don't you film here? We'll give you a bunch of money yeah. towards your production. Yeah. Like, this movie was uh, 400 grand more than the previous two movies. Okay. And I, but... Like, oh, God, the subway. You see that giant subway ad in the back yeah. as they're running? Oh, yeah. oh, and, then, yeah. and then, unfortunately, for the second <laughs> movie running, Jared. Yes. Who is currently in jail for doing some nasty I don't, shit. I don't think, well, that was, yeah, so this was before that, obviously, because he wouldn't have been in the this, movie. This came out a year, like, let me, let me look. Jared Fogel. Because I saw Jared, I'm like, uh, I don't know if that's a, appropriate and then also matt lara as well oh yeah that's right uh, oh yeah because he yeah he's luckily though both both those characters died yep yep yeah uh so i'm looking right now yeah august 19th 2015 was when they started everything one second uh just uh, looking it up so yeah so July 7th 2015 is when like the investigation started and Sharknado 3 was released oh no July 22nd oh so this movie came out just after everything started falling apart. Oh, man. And it's, it's surprising that they didn't cut it out. Because it's such or, a... Fr- it's or such a, did it's they a, leave it on purpose? 
I wonder. But it's such a throwaway scene. Yeah. That they could have easily. Um, but anyway. Um, well, they we kept Tara Reid. Uh, yeah, but she. <laughs> through all the films. <laughs> yeah, but Tara Reid hasn't done anything as bad as Jared did. No, no, true. She, she's true, just true. a bit of a fuck up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, but here's the thing. When we're doing Sharknado week, we have a saying here. No fucks or sharks. We're going to try and keep it on topic the entire time. <laughs> so, that, uh, also, if you hear me yell, reel it in, that yep. means we're going off topic. <laughs> nice, nice. So, uh, and it, here's, here's another thing. Winnipeg's golden sun is in this movie. Winnipeg's golden sun? Yeah. Chris Jericho. Oh, Chris Jericho. Oh, yeah, man. Winnipeg's I... golden sun. Is that, is, that, is that what we're calling him now? Our I, golden son? It is now. I'm going to it tweet is now? him. I like yeah. it. But yeah, he's like the, the, the really cheesy roller coaster oh, man. operator. I, I, that, was the, that was the main reason I wanted to watch this one. Yeah. Because I'm a pretty big Jericho-holic. Yeah. And also Maurice is in this movie uh, in a small cameo. Maurice? Yeah. Uh, the Miz's wife. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. And apparently, I didn't really see him, but Jerry Springer and Ray J are also in this movie. I didn't see that. Like, yeah. I, I went through uh, everything on here. Um, one of my favorites, uh, Lorenzo Lamas. Yes. As Sergeant Rock. Oh, yeah. And also, the guy, uh, the, the general that hands it over, he is uh, Tim Russ. He is also known as uh, Tuvok. From Star Trek Voyager. Oh, God, yeah, of course. And then, and then there's also an agent in this movie. Uh, I'm ends, going through. I'm going through the credits here myself right now. There's an agent who ends up. Unfortunately, it's before they go to the bunker, and he gets a shark in the face. Yeah. He's he's uh, Teal'c from Stargate. Oh, okay. So, like I said, there's just so many. Like, this is what I love about these movies. From the second onward, they've just gone crazy with cameos or just like small roles with noticeable names. Now, from what I'd read, when, when this movie had come out, um, everyone was like begging to be in Sharknado 3 because by Sharknado 3, everyone was on the bandwagon. Oh, yeah. Like you got Jackie Collins in a small role. Yeah. Uh, Penn, Gillette, and Teller. Yeah, actually a fairly extended role, that one was. Yeah, like he's like an old like, uh, buddy of uh, David Hasselhoff, uh, even down to George R. Martin's in it for a small bit. Yeah, he's one of the patrons that gets. I, I thought that was him, and I, yeah, I just verified it here. Yeah, that was definitely him. Yeah, like just just like looking through the list of names, it's just insane. And the guy who wrote the Sharknado song, uh, yeah. I, I bring it all the t- all the time. Uh, he's little cousin Oliver from the Brady Bunch. He was, in the, oh, he was in the first right. movie and he dies. He, all, he was little cousin Oliver from the Brady Bunch. And he yeah. was all, also Michelangelo in the best Turtles movie, The Voice. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I bring it up all the time, but he does like the Sharknado song. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, you know, that little like Sharknado clip with them all dancing and like swinging the chainsaws yeah. around. I yeah. love that. Oh, that was great. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. So let's go to like the main cast. And I actually want to talk about this character because I feel, I feel sorry for him in real life and in this movie. Okay. Fra- Frankie Muniz. Oh, 
Yeah. Okay, so you know about Frankie? Would... You know about like apparently he's had so many like concussions and head injuries, he's completely forgotten that he's filmed Malcolm in the Middle. What? No, I didn't hear about that. He can't why, why, why uh, so many head injuries? I think he's from like stunt racing. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So uh but reeling it in, I felt so sorry for him in this movie. There's a scene where he has to press a button or he has to like get it set up and like get in the yeah. truck. But every time he moves, he gets a limb bitten off. Yep. Starts off with a leg, starts off with another leg. Then he's crawling to like blow it up so that he can kill a bunch <laughs> of sharks. And they're just taking limbs off him. So finally he headbutts it and like blows himself up. Yep. I'm like, what did Frankie do to deserve this? Well, because- and, he, and he's got the hots for... Um- Nova. Or Nova. Who and was who was a returning character from the first movie. Yeah, from the first one, yeah. Yeah. And I'm what, like, this poor guy, like, he's just throwing himself all over her, and she's, like, totally iron zeering the whole and, movie. Like, and, that's, and that's the fucked up thing, because iron zeering is, she actually had that, she actually, it was really heavily implied that she would, she would end up dating his son. Yes. And then now in this third one, it's he's nowhere to be seen, and now she's still <laughs> jealous of her. I'm like, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> okay. Uh, um, I guess they wanted to keep that in yeah. the the whole triangle and love triangle and all that, but uh, I don't know. And here's another thing: like Tara Reid, she doesn't do much. No, she's often just sitting there on the phone or yes. like w- wandering around. Apart from the end. Yep. Okay. But I want to I want to talk in Lev. Yeah, the end. Yeah. I, I want to talk about that in Lev. Yep. Like I said, there's a bunch of like really cool scenes um, that I really enjoyed. Like the whole park stuff. When shit goes south, th- these movies excel at that. Mm-hmm. Just with the Sharknadoes. I, I, I can't even remember the plot. All I remember is just having a good time. I yeah. also found it funny that the golden chainsaw actually worked. It actually worked. It wasn't that, just so, a statue. They just like gold plated an actual chainsaw and just handed it to him. I'm like, <laughs> and, he used, and he used it, man. Multiple he definitely times. Definitely used it, yeah. Multiple times. And then, so, and then Bo Derek is in there. But she gets told to leave immediately. Yeah. Yeah. She's April's mom, I'm guessing. April's mom, yeah. Yeah. I didn't re- I didn't realize that was her until yeah. like much, much later. She's aged. And I'm like, oh my God. Because remember though, we we're, we're more knowing her for when she uh had that famous scene where she came out of the water. Yeah. That one film. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh this was it. Um who's the actress from Splash? Uh Daryl Hannah. I'm surprised they haven't got her yet. Oh. I, 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 I haven't. Here's the thing. What I've been doing. Isn't she desperate for work? I don't know. Yeah. Here's the thing. I've been kind of. I haven't looked at any cameos for the other movies. Oh, okay. Because I want to. But that's on my wish list is to have Daryl Hannah. That'd be perfect. That would be Especially because they're actually like, there's actually a bit of a plot to this. Because they're actually saying that there's there's something that they're doing that is causing this to happen multiple times. 
Yes. There's, they're actually starting to put like, a, like an underlying narrative that there's something going on on why the Sharks are susceptible to this tornado, why it's happening. It'd be awesome if in the final one, there's a shark queen. <laughs> and, it's yep. play, and it's played by Daryl Hannah. Oh, where, yeah, here we go. Where it's like a hope of body, and then the body of a shark, and her mouth is full of like shark teeth. Okay, so you've heard it here now, right now. I, James Beaver is predicting the villain in the final film. Shark, yeah, and then she ends up getting mangled, and then she becomes a giant robot shark queen. There you go. So, okay. But if not, I'm, I'm just going to say, hey, let's do a seventh one. Let's have Shark Queen. Well, I'm definitely going to be watching the next uh, Sharknado after yeah. this. Cause oh, I, yeah, definitely. I kind of want to see what's going to happen next. And uh, oh, yeah. before I listen to your episodes, I want to watch it. It's actually funny because uh, I actually ended up telling you that it was on Amazon Prime. So, yeah, all of these movies are on Amazon Prime for free. Yeah. Well, if you pay for the Amazon Prime oh, yeah, service, exactly. you don't have to pay any extra bullshit. It's just straight on there. So definitely check it out. Yeah. And then, yeah, like I said, the, the one issue is these movies, and I don't know if it's a detriment or if it's a positive for it, it's kind of like get to the next cool scene. Yes. Uh, like you, you kind of end up not caring about what's going on or like, like the personal dramas and stuff like that. Oh, but yeah. Then, but then when it, once it gets to like the crazy scenes, it's amazing. So yes. let's just go to the end. Let's just let's yeah. stop. So... Finn decides, you know, we can't do it in regular aircraft because it's not working. This this is going to be like a mega Sharknado, where it's like a bunch of converging into one and making this giant one. And and I'll admit, I was lost with like all the science. I'm like, who cares? Let's just go go kill some sharks. Guaranteed, someone just made it up on the fly. Like, oh yeah, uh, mega shark. Uh, what Sharknado wall. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, realizing that the numerous storms will soon combine into a massive Sharknado wall that will destroy the entire East Coast, dubbed the Feast Coast <laughs> by the media. <laughs> and then so he decides to go talk to his estranged father, who is David Hasselhoff, who, in my opinion, is on the Hannah, Hannah, whatever her name is. Daryl Hannah? Daryl Hannah level of perfect for this movie yes oh yeah because when you think of like the beach or you think of the sea yeah you it's think has, it's you think they watch yep stuff like that you know what? if if they could if they couldn't get daryl hannah for the shark queen pamela anderson there you go you know what i mean oh it's okay so my prediction is that's who it's going to be yeah so what ends up happening is we can't do it because it's going to be so big that a conventional plane can't do it. Yeah. So, so guess what? We got to go to space. Yep. So they get. Oh yeah. By the way, April's pregnant. Well, they were going to do it from the atmosphere. But yeah. That didn't cut the cut the mustard. So no. then we had to go right into space. So pregnant April. David Hasselhoff, aka Finn's dad, and Finn, aka Ian Zeren, blast off into space. Why they put April? While pregnant, to blast off into space, <laughs> like, and it she made no sense. Here's the thing: she's nine months pregnant. Yeah. Okay. Spo- you know, I'm not spoiling it yet, but she's she's like ready to go, and they blast off into space. Yeah. So, 
They managed to, and here's the thing, they managed to announce that this, oh, did you also notice uh, David Hasselhoff's friend that helped set up the, uh, the spacecraft? Jonesy. A.K.A. Michael Winslow. Oh, Mike, yeah. And here's the thing, you know what made me mad? There was no vocal shit or anything like that. No, he just... He was just yeah, acting. And I didn't even realize that was him. Yeah. You know why? Because he didn't do any of his sound effects. Yeah. I mean, and I haven't seen him since the Police Academy movie, so I mean, I don't I've even know seen, what he looks I've like. seen him in a couple of things, but you would think you would hire Michael Winslow to do some crazy sound effects. Sure. Or like, some shark why couldn't they? Why couldn't they do it where he's standing there and he's like, five yeah. or like just doing it like that right there and go, you yeah, don't yeah, have yeah. to actually do that. I was like, shut up. <laughs> just, <laughs> just doing like the, the countdown, but actually making it sound like that. But no, they, they just did it regular. But then, so they end up in space and David Hassoff makes a great sacrifice. Yes. You know, it, there's not enough fuel. And so they end up, he ends up uh, activating in the Star Wars defense program to blast into the, uh, the mega shot NATO, aka the Feast Coast, whatever the fuck, and destroy it. And the Earth is saved. Unfortunately, for some reason, a bunch of sharks go into space. <laughs> I don't understand why, you know but and there's you, sharks in space. There's, and I do appreciate it. Because how can they breathe? In, how can they be in space? And he goes, how can they survive a tornado? <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> That's all you need. That's all you need. But you the, just... the, the big king shark was the one that was in space. That yeah. big ass oh. one. Yeah, I'm still waiting for them to actually have a shark that recognizes them, and that is kind of like in Jaws of Revenge. Yes, yes. Where, where yeah. he recognizes them, and there's like kind of a, a big thing. In the second one, uh, Finn has a, a little shark on his back. I'm really hoping that we have a flashback to a shark who remembers biting him on the hip and then growing and like, gets, Oh yeah. You know, From kinda, a shark's perspective or something. Yeah. Like a, a shark flashback on remembering and stuff like that. But then in one of my favorite scenes, he, he activates the, uh, the laser chainsaw. <laughs> the lightsaber ish. Yeah. And you <laughs> know, what? Chainsaw. you know, <clears throat> great. I was I was actually clapping this scene because that was great. It was and hilarious. Just, and he's just searing all these sharks and everything like that. And his girlfriend comes to try and help, but then she gets eaten. Yep. And then he gets into the mouth of the... And this is, in my opinion, like, there's a few great scenes, uh, including early on when he's fighting inside the Twister ride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's killing the shark and everyone's watching it. Holy fuck. And then George R. R. Martin dies. Yes. There's also the other one where they're actually on the roller coaster. Chris oh, yeah. Jer- and then the shark. And the shark's keep- actually on the roller coaster doing the roller coaster. That was pretty cool. It keeps going back up and then back down. Yeah. Until it finally <laughs> eats Chris Jericho. Oh, man. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And then, so finally, it, in which, in my opinion, is the best scene in this goddamn franchise He's inside the shark, yep. and he starts slicing a hole into it, and then using the 
like his backpack parachute shoots through the hole through the hole shoots out the shark and then jumps out and then it's not even over yet because he sees another shark and he sees something soaring through and i was expecting it to be her hand but what comes out is a fucking baby yeah <laughs> it's like it's almost like the shark gave birth to the baby so, so tara reed got swallowed whole by by a fucking shark and inside the shark, she gave birth to a baby. Wait a minute. Maybe this is, this is foreshadowing for the next film. I'm Maybe wondering. Tara Reid actually got impregnated by a shark. Yeah. And this child is going to be some weird hybrid. Or, or maybe there's like a, uh, a mental pass on. Yes. Because here's the thing. Ian Zering even says that since he was inside the shark, he's kind of got like a sixth sense for shark natos. Yes. <laughs> I think they just did that to kind of explain why he's constantly dealing with Sharknadoes. Yeah. Rather than just having different people. I can kind of smell them. Yeah, I can kind of sense them. You know, I wonder if that happened to uh, John McClane in Die Hard. <laughs> Ever since uh, Nak- Nakatomi Plaza, they've been attacking me. And, you know. Anyway, so let's reel it in. So <laughs> he pulls out a baby out of the shark and then pulls his wife out. So like I said, what happened was pregnant woman comes in, has a baby inside a shark and then somehow delivers the baby herself. Yeah. It while inside a shark, (laughs) while inside the shark and has the wherewithal to saw the shark open and the strength. Oh, and also the shark is burning up landing on earth's atmosphere. Yes. And they had enough to survive. I think Terry is a Terminator. Like, what the fuck? Well, here's the thing. End of the movie, she goes to pick up uh, the wings, and then it ends on a cliffhanger with a bit of debris landing, potentially landing on her. Yes. So they did. Um, I, I don't know if you looked into this, but they had a whole hashtag uh, voting system. Oh, really? Yeah. Did she live? Did she die? Uh, Heck was it now? I wonder. Um, and then, and then that, that's really supposed. To, well, I'm not because I, I I don't know. I'm gonna watch the next movie. Yeah. But uh, apparently that was gonna be the uh, yeah April lives or April dies. It was hashtag. Oh, so it's like a J- the number of hashtags would determine so, her fate in the next film. So it's like a Jason Todd vote. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly yeah. like the Jason Todd vote. I bet. Uh, I bet Tara Reid made. So many dummy accounts to vote yet? No. Uh, and I, I need the money. I need a job. No, no, that's not our shit. I need the money. Yeah. She, she sounds like a worse version of Lindsay Lohan. Jesus. <laughs> she sounds like Tom Waits. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, Finn. But You're like my man. Oh man, though, this movie was so much fun because even though there was parts where it lulled. They still had, they still got me. Yep. Okay. Because Lots of great action sequences. They managed, like, they managed to like really like capture me. Has some great moments. The chain, they managed to have more chainsaw mo- modes. This, the mascara shotgun. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. You know, because uh, Nova returns from the first movie. Oh, now- my favorite scene. Okay, speaking of Nova, my favorite scene is uh, when Ian Zering 
uh, Finn and Nova come out of the water. Oh, yeah. Wait, and they're, they're just like fashion posing with the chainsaws. <laughs> Uh, he's got no shirt on and she's wearing her underwear. I, yeah. I wasn't really sure. And they like kind of like I guess mod- all their clothes burnt off or some some shit. You and can they're guarantee- both like it's like a GQ. And uh, you can guarantee that Ian Zeron was doing like push-ups before oh, that scene. Yeah. He like, was just, jacked though, man. He, he was. Good. He was, man. Uh but yeah, I, I love that scene. Like I said, the absurdness of this movie is just that's beautiful. what it's all about. Yeah. Um yeah, that's pretty much it for Sharknado 3. I think so. Uh, here's the thing. Like, I know the movies aren't good, but I'm finding myself not looking at my watch or going, oh, I've got to watch this next one. I'm actually looking forward to watching the next movies just because they're just so much fun. They, yep. they really wear the silliness on their sleeves. Oh, yeah. So they're aware of what they are. Yeah. They're not uh, trying to be anything more than what they are. And here's the thing. It's great. They're actually not trying to make them bad on purpose. They're trying to do a good movie, but they're understanding the silliness of it. Yes. You know, because often, that's oftentimes, and I'm worried about the future movies, because oftentimes when they make a movie and they realize it's a joke, it becomes less funny. Yes. Um, like for the biggest example is Birdemic. The first one is a gold mine for silliness. But in the second one, they made it into such a joke, it was just downright terrible. Oh, okay. So, Too self-aware. Yes, pretty much. Yep. So, you would recommend Sharknado 3? Oh, I would for sure. All right. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Now, here is a question I've been asking every day. Uh, if you had the opportunity to ask someone behind this movie a question relating to Sharknado, what would you ask? Uh, Okay, so the question I would ask would be, would you cast Trump now? (laughs) Okay. Would you you cast Trump now? And my next one is, if you... The Asylum made this movie. They're known for doing their uh, mockbusters and cheesy monster movies with uh, like $5 budgets and that, that lot. If you had a chance to, to mention uh, a pitch for a movie very similar to Sharknado or like of their ilk, what movie would you pitch to them? The Beaver Dam. The Beaver Dam. Yes. Mutated Beaver is going to build a dam. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> the general idea is they got to kill the, because he's going to, it's, he's going to divert water somewhere else. It's going to flood somewhere. Yeah. And uh, I'm just envisioning giant, like planes, like coming down and attacking this giant mutated beaver. So and you may- would do the voice. Oh yeah. I would definitely do the voice. Yep. Uh, so what you're saying is it's uh, a a giant beaver takes over like something like the Hoover Dam, right? And it's building the dam using building like actual buildings, like so stealing so what, monuments and things to build this dam. Because a beaver's constantly like changing the, the size of the dam. It's yes. adding new pieces to this dam, but the problem is it's taking from other buildings. Yes. Yes. There we go. There you go. 
So Here's my pitch. The Beaver Dam. The Beaver Dam. Yeah. Maybe a better title, but. But I, I can mention it because I'm, I'm pretty, if I do get a chance to speak to them, I'm pretty much it. But yeah, so that is it. Day three is in Ooh. the books. N- tomorrow, we're doing Sharknado 4 with Curtis Housen. Nice. Catch you then, guys. <laughs>